Thanks for coming back. You're listening to Media Sales Mojo. I'm Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. Thanks for being with us today. This is the podcast for broadcast media sales professionals. And Phil, I, I have some bad news. What? I just took a look at the new rate card Ooh. from the sales manager. These rates yeah. are outrageous, dude. I don't know how we're going to sell them. What are you going to do, man? Should you, should you find new work? I, I, I dealt with this before, I, I'm certain, but somebody's going to give us another rate lift. How are we going to pass that along? You know, how are we going to, how are we going to work the system, Dave? I don't know, man. I don't know. This is awfully expensive. And, and I know we're, we're not the ratings leader, but we're certainly the rate leader by a lot. My clients are going to freak. Right. It's a great setup, though, Dave, because rates are really something uh, an account manager has to contend with. Sometimes you don't set the rates, and sometimes you come up with some bullshit you know, elements like, I don't set the rates, the market sets the rates. And no, there's some guy at your office who's going to type out a rate sheet and say, here's what you need to get. Now, you're going to assume that they've looked over everything and they have growth in mind, but really, I think to launch us into conversation here, You've got to be able to tackle rates as a value proposition. Is this something that you're worth or is it something that you can't see yourself selling the belief well, that's, behind that's your the product? Question. Because how much belief do you have to be able to get that rate? Yeah, everybody's got a principle about price, right? But you know, we always want to package something together for a customer that makes them feel good because we still live in this world where every advertiser is going to say, what's your rate? And that's a trick, Mm -hmm. you know, believe it or not, it's a trick question because people answer that with the most convoluted response. Well, it, it depends, uh, you know, what the day part and what, you know, we all go into this kind of ceremonious bullshit story about value and all of, you know, it just depends. And what's it cost to be on your, what's it cost to be on your station? Is there an easy answer? No. You know, it's a, it's, well, are you running 15s or 30s? Are you running for two weeks or are you running for two months? I can give you a volume discount if you buy it longer. Yeah. It's a, you're going to be in prime. You're going to be in daytime. Well, you, I have a secondary station. I can bring the average rate down if you buy over here. But you know what? First off, you should have, as an account executive, a number in your head mm-hmm. that if a client asks you or a prospect asks you, what does it cost to be on your station? The way I like to answer that is our best advertisers, the people who get the best results for, uh, from our station, spend a minimum of $4,000 a month. Right. Don't talk about rates. Talk about no. total, total, total amount of money. Whatever that number is, could be 2000 could be 12000 But this is yep. what they spend on average to give the client a reason. And let me tell you, if you're having a conversation about rates, you're talking about the wrong thing. You will not be having a conversation about getting started on your, you know, radio or TV station. That's if you're talking about rates, you're in, you're in trouble. I agree with you a million percent. It's about what it takes to get the job done. Look, there are powerful principles about price and value, and you better fall in love with delivering results not delivering rates because these are programmed into the buyers of an advertising agency who say, I need rates, and they're going to put together a schedule. I believe that you need to re-script and be able to talk with agency buyers about what it takes to do this station right or this group correctly. It is If you're talking about rates, you are in the weeds and you are in trouble and you are going to be double bogeyed on this hole. 
Well, we've always done a good job in this industry of training our clients to talk about rates and negotiate rates with us. Most clients know it's a negotiable amount. That's why they ask. They want to get you into a corner so they can go, I'm not spending $300 a spot. I'll give you $225 and that's it. And you sit there looking at your shoes with your hat in your hand going, I'll take, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want to lose the order. You, then you, you bring the order back to the station and the manager goes, I'm not going to clear these rates. Now what are you going to do? Yeah. So if you're having a conversation about rates, first off, you're talking about the wrong things. Because if you're doing the correct diagnosis, if you're having conversations about how we help grow the client and what it's going to take creatively, promotionally, strategically to make this advertising campaign work and get results for the client, then the rates don't matter. It's going to cost you 5000 a month or whatever it is versus it's going to cost you 225 a spot. So okay. this is how this is how the question was posed to me. Hey, you know, Phil, we got the new rate card in. So this, you know, this now leads me to believe that some manager sat behind his desk and said, "We need to raise rates." And I want to question that too because that's a true. You asked me a true question to start this show. We just got handed a new rate card, and there's a reason why. There's a management expression, an understanding that we need to grow our our our, our average rate value, our average order values need to grow as an entity, and so that might be a realism. But I want to I want to I, I want to say this: for managers who are handing off new rate cards, it's the wrong way to do it. You've got to sell value even to your troops. You got to sell justification as to why. You got to talk about average, you know, orders and average sell-through. There's opportunities to, you know, how do you grow your business? You get more advertisers, you get an increased rate. And if you do it all right, you're going to get results for your advertisers who are going to make you, you know, who are going to come knocking on your door. I recall from management days of management of inventory. And if you are sold out, you've probably done a bad job of managing rate. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I would. If you are, yeah. So if you, if you're selling out, then obviously you can lift rate. But how that comes across to from an account, how that comes across from a sales manager to a salesperson and ultimately to an advertiser should be continual. It shouldn't be a surprise. There are mm-hmm. ebbs and flows in, a, in the course of a month. There's seasonality and there's you know shows that do better than other shows and so forth. But it should never be a, a conversation to be had between you and the advertiser. The advertiser is not there for rate. We all feel as, you know, an agency, I feel like I get the best rates in the world. But, you know, I've also flown on an airplane that I thought I got the best, you know, price on the seat. And you talk to the guy next to you and go, yeah, I got it for 40 bucks less. I was like, what? You know, how did you, you know, there are terms and conditions and times and right. placement. And you just don't know. The fact of the matter is the account well, executive needs to focus on value to the advertiser, not on rates. Yeah. Yeah, and but but I I get your point about the manager the management side cause I, because we've both been on the management side where you do look at AUR and if you're raising rates substantially to your point you probably haven't done a great job of managing the inventory specifically you may have already taken too much bottom feeder business we all know what that means bulk business that comes in at a very low rate, you know, uh, oftentimes guaranteed by, you know, certain agencies or clients. And they say, I'll buy this amount of bulk, but I got to get it at this level. And there's a strategic right. reason why you would want to take that. However, 
you have to look at how am I going to achieve and exceed budget if I let this much inventory go at this level. So right. if you're shoveling out the door a significant amount of your inventory at discounted rates, you have to make your other rates really high in order to balance it. Yeah. So I think you have to really be careful of that for the, for the entire process so that you don't end up halfway through the year looking at your AURs, looking at how much inventory you have left to sell, looking at where your budget is and going and doing the math and going, the only way I can get there is if my rates go up 50%. Correct. And now you've got a problem because you haven't sold it to the client and you certainly haven't sold it to your team. Right. So we're, we're in a negotiable business and there are negotiations to be had on the street with your client and there are negotiations to be had internally at the station level between account executives and management. The inventories are the inventories and management of inventory prefaces all of this. And so proper inventory management should be executed perfectly by station management, but there's shifts in, in, in cancellations, there's shifts in economic flow and seasonality. All of these things happen. But if you are if you are being handed a rate card and being given the ultimatum to, to lift your client's rates, you've you've got to take a tactful, very intelligent and, and well thought out approach to how you can administer this through the system. Because what you might find is extreme pushback because at that same time that you might be administering a rate increase or an average order increase or at least an average order rate increase, you're going to find a competitor who, who is going to willfully find a place for that money. Yeah, that's true. Remember, anybody can be bought around really pretty much. Um, and if you yeah. are you know, becoming unreasonable in how much you're charging for your business, you've done it. I've seen it. You just go, you know what, we'll pass. We'll spend those dollars elsewhere. Yeah. So we have to be smart about how right. we do it and be able to take these rate increases incrementally. And uh, I remember meeting with a client when I first started running a radio station in the Bay Area. My first day there, I'm walking up the stairs as the general manager and out comes one of our senior account executives coming down the stairs and she's on her way to a luncheon with an agency principal who's doing a good amount of business with the station, but is paying woefully low rates. And she says to me, I haven't even gotten in the building yet. You'll love this. I, I've got my little briefcase. I'm, I'm walking in for the first day. And she goes, hey, I'm going to go meet so-and-so. <laughs> and we're going to have a, I got to talk to him about a rate increase. You want to come along? And I said, I'd love to. Let's go. So I'd never met this gentleman That's before. Great. We go out. We meet him at the, at the restaurant. She fills me in in the car on the way there. Here's what our average rates are. Here's what he's paying. Here's how much he's buying for three, four different accounts that he's got on the station. So I sat with him and, and said, hey, I'm the new guy. It's a new company, you know, and all of that. I'm glad to meet you. I certainly appreciate all the business you're doing with us. But, you know, look, I've, I've got to be honest with you. The rates you're paying are woefully low compared to what, A, we're getting from other clients and B, what we need to be successful at the station. At the rates you're paying, I can't afford to keep the lights on. So it's not, I'm, you're not doing us or you any favors if we go out of business. But I knew I couldn't give this guy, this agency, a 50% rate increase yeah. because I also knew that he had to sell it to his clients. 
It wasn't just a conversation between he and I. It was a conversation that he had to have with his clients in such a way that we could manage to keep them on the air, but have them agree to pay more. So I came up with a plan for him over lunch and said, let's incrementally grow the rate by 10 bucks a spot every quarter for the rest of the year. And so you'll go up $40 a spot. You'll get very close to where I need Perfect. you to be. You can sell it in incrementally and we'll get there. And I thought that was, a, that was a, a successful way of talking through a rate increase with a client to achieve both of our goals. I needed to get more money. I got that. We were trying to make our budget. But at the same token, I couldn't do it in such a way where he said, well, forget it. I'll go buy your competitor. Yeah. Well, one of the things, Dave, that, you know, that reminds me of is, is how did he get such low rates? And I would like to present this thought is that the reason he got rates so low is somebody cut them. Mm-hmm. Right. Or or agreed to there, sell, sell it to them at these, resist- at these levels. Yeah. So now, you know, so you, you by not properly managing a rate conversation and an average rate conversation and an average order conversation and conversation about results, you have created a habit forming problem that this person says, hey, I'm here and nobody wants to pay more for anything. I really can't think of anything that you know we love paying too much for or feel that we are paying too much for but somebody got you into this hole and it was your job to dig them out and it sounds like you did through an agreeable lift program but i'm sure value was part of this conversation well if it's if the stations weren't working for him we wouldn't have had that conversation you know if it ultimately ultimately if if he wasn't getting value from this particular outlet then it, it then the rate conversation didn't matter but um, to your point you know value has to lead rates you've got to be able to show that working with me as a, as as your marketing representative working with our stations as your media outlet and thereby uh, you know talking to all of our viewers and listeners has tremendous value and you know the amount that you need to spend in order to do that successfully is X, regardless of how it works out on a, on a rate by rate basis. I would imagine that, that that client had a very long lasting relationship with you, even after the lift came through. Oh yeah, no, he stayed on for a long time, yeah. Price, price chopping will get you, it's a tactic, right? So to, to deal with rate and rate lifts, average order rate lifts, average unit rate lifts is strategy. So don't confuse those two. Quit mumbling when somebody asks you, what's your rate? If you are being asked that, you've probably, you probably need to do a little more in your CNA. You probably need, need to do a little practice before you get those, you know, get those type of confronting uh, bold-faced questions. Because like you said, Dave, so people start muttering, stuttering through the process of answering a really tough question that can be avoided through proper dialogue, proper CNAs, and proper you know, relationships with your ad community. Yeah, great relationships and strong value proposition. That's really what it comes down to. And then rates really don't become that big of an issue. Well, good stuff, Dave. You know, I love speaking truth to power. I love talking with you. I think the dialogue is healthy. And, you know, every professional needs training. Every professional needs to keep their game sharp. We are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
at askus at mediasalesmojo.com. That's askus at mediasalesmojo.com. You've been listening to Media Sales Mojo. I'm Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. This is the podcast for broadcast media sales professionals. Thanks again for joining us today and good selling.